0: one. Yes.
1: Hey guys, how's it going? I'm Lisa. And I'm Eric. And welcome to the Music Matters Media Podcast. And today we have an extremely exciting episode. We are gonna be talking to the Blink 182 cover band, All the Blink Things. Sounds awesome, man. I'm excited. How exciting is that? But before we get into that, we have to dive into our listener segment for our listeners all around the world. Eric, this week we actually have Four countries to announce in our top three, because there was a tie. Wow,
2: a tie. Sounds interesting, man. Let's hear it.
1: So let's get into it. Okay, so coming in third place, we have United Kingdom back again.
2: Nice.: U.K. Nice. UK always never fails, man.:
1: Always coming in strong. Then for our second spot, we have two countries that are tied. We have Indonesia and Mexico
2: nice nice very nice i see mexico still in the race
1: and our top country of this week is serbia nice man congratulations guys so shout out to united kingdom mexico indonesia and serbia thank you guys for being the top listeners of this week if you want your country to get a shout out on our next episode all you have to do is share this podcast with your friends with your family with your loved ones And yeah, just spread the word and who knows we might be shouting you out next. And without further ado, we are going to be talking to all the blink things, so I hope you all enjoy. Hey, how's it going? Good.
3: Lisa? Yeah. Cool. This is Steve. Hello Young.
1: Hey Steve. Hey, hey, what's up, Lisa one eighty two? How's it going, guys? (laughs) Thank you so much for coming on today.
2: Yeah, seriously guys. No
0: problem.
1: You are on is now. Somebody, is somebody else there? Yeah, you're on now with Lisa and Eric.
2: Yeah, hey guys. Oh. Hey,
1: what's Hi, up, Eric? Eric? So guys, can you just introduce yourselves and tell us your role in the band?
3: Steve, you're, you're the worst one, so go ahead. That's first. true. <laughs> you, you're shitty at your instruments, So, <laughs> uh, I'm Steve, and I play guitar and try to sound like
1: Tom Dolan. Awesome. Uh, my name is... My,
4: my name is Leo Paradine, and I pretend to play the bass, and I emulate Mark Halpas very well.
1: Very cool. <laughs> and can you give a shout-out to Travis, too?
4: Uh, yeah, our drummer, uh, who uh, might be working overtime right now, is
1: Nick Rice, and he is a drummer for all the Blink things. Very nice. So- and if
4: it's not obvious, we're a Blink-182 tribute band. Yes. Some people didn't. Some people didn't know that last night. (laughs) (laughs)
1: How how did that gig go last night? By the way, it was good.
4: It was cool. It was it's a good one. I have a lot of requests for non bling songs, which happens uh, more than you would think. Uh, We got some pretty crazy stuff over over the past year or so. Yesterday we got some. uh, We got the Who requested twice. Multiple times. Nickelback. Why? That's right. Nickelback.
1: <laughs> so they're
4: that like was, that was that, that was fiercely fiercely declined by the crowd as well as us.
1: That is hilarious. So so they're like, all right, Blink twenty two is great and all, but can you play these songs instead? When are you gonna get around to Nickelback? Yeah, yeah we always had we stick to eighties Joel. <laughs> that is too funny. Um, and then we played Adam's song. <laughs> we play Adam's song right? <laughs> right after that request. <laughs> So, who came up with all the blink things, and how did you guys form the band together? Tinder, Tinder, yes, Tinder.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I swiped left on both of them, but then I re-downloaded, it, saw them again, and I'm like, all right, I guess, I guess. You he lowered it. Steve lowered his standards, and I finally <laughs> swiped right. Uh, no, actually, honestly, it was Craigslist. Yeah, I think right. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I was Craigslist, and I saw. I saw an advertisement from a a bass player that said he was looking to start a Big One Eight Two Tribute Band, and right above that post was a drummer saying he wanted to start a Big One Eight Two Tribute Band, needing bassist and guitar. So I messaged both of them. I'm like, "Hey, I I don't know if you guys know each other, but you guys posted the exact same thing, and I play guitar."
1: (laughs) That's really that's fate. That's pretty crazy. That's meant to be. But Steve wasn't the
2: drummer. That
3: wasn't Nick that posted that, Craig. No, was it really? yeah, it was Nick. Yeah, 2011, by the way. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. No, I think the
4: twelve the twelve-year-old kid was something else with you. That was that was separate. <laughs> that was separate.
1: You know, Tinder, <laughs> Craigslist, it's all the same. Twelve-year-old <laughs> kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So, what year did you guys start playing shows together?
4: Uh, well, 2017. Last year, yeah. By the time
0: we got our shit together, it was. Uh, it took. It took like six years for us to be like, Alex, oh, really do this.
1: <laughs> That's a long time to practice.
4: <laughs> well, we weren't practicing. We weren't practicing. We were just like pretending.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, we, we were, when we, we got together, Nick was really young. He was 16. We were like 24, 25. We, played, we practiced a few times, and then we gave it up. And then a couple of years later, we are like, hey, you want to try again? So we tried again, and Nick was now 21, 22. And, Everything just melted better.
4: and he, Yeah, he was allowed to come into the bars and venues. Like, back then, he wouldn't have been allowed to.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that that could have been, that would have been rough. <laughs> and
4: me me, and Nick were actually playing in an original band at the time. Um, so that was, like, kind of front and center uh, for those years. And, like, we were like, ah, you know, blah, blah, blah. We don't want to do the tribute band, whatever. Let's write our own music and try to, you know, be, become famous. Uh, and then after that ended, uh, kind of, you know, that's when they like, all right, let's start to for YouTuber fan now, now that the original band is done.
1: So that's perfect. I wanted to ask you guys, can you both explain um, your musical backgrounds?
4: I started today. Um...
1: <laughs> <laughs> About an hour ago, right? Yeah,
3: well, I, I was call, started off as a DJ. I was a DJ. I actually,
4: yeah. I... <laughs> uh, well, me, my, what was the question? Musical backgrounds? Yeah. Um, Well, I wanted to impress a girl in high school, Uh, so the first band we were in, we were emulated Blink-182, but we wrote our own music, and I started off as the the drummer, Um, so I was the drummer in my first band, and then I was like, you know what, drummers don't get enough stage time, and they don't get the girls, so (laughs) I was like, fuck this, I want to write the songs and write the shitty lyrics, so I, I taught myself guitar, and then I played guitar, um, and, and then I wasn't good enough at guitar for this band, so I played bass.
1: Well,
4: yeah, so then, I don't know, I was like, yeah, let's play bass. Had to,
1: I had started. to settle for bass. Yeah,
4: yeah. Plus, <laughs> I, 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 look more like Mark and Tom, so I was like, you know
3: what, I'll suck it up and play a four string <laughs> instrument. Well, Not there's you, anything wrong with it. You posted the Craigslist ad already wanting to play bass. Because I didn't feel like learning all the guitar parts, Steven. Oh, okay. And I already knew all the I already knew all the guitar parts since like
4: eighth grade, and I and I, knew, and I knew could just learn the bass the bass stuff really quick. Job. So. And what
3: about you, Steve? Um, I started off playing the drums also. which I still play? Oh, interesting. Um, interesting. my dad plays the drums, so I I always played the drums. And then, in, like elementary school, I played the trumpet. Played through all of high school, and then in like middle school, I picked up guitar. Taught myself guitar, and learned every I, I used to be into jazz because I played the trumpets and then I heard blink on the uh, on like TRL and I'm like oh I like this so then I was in like a an FYE in like middle school and I I saw now three and I was like oh what's my age again it's on this CD so I bought it <laughs> and I hated every other song on now three <laughs> and and then I and then I they came out with probably all the small things and I, I bought the single for that I'm like oh I really like this too. And then Adam's song came on TRL, and then I was like, all right, I, I guess I should buy the album. <laughs> and then I basically just learned every Blink song on guitar after that.
1: That's awesome. How long did it take you to learn all that?
3: Like, eighth grade through, like, all of high school, just fooling around every time a new song came out, every album.
0: Hey, Steve, have you ever taken guitar lessons? <laughs> no, no, no. Do I need them? No,
4: I, I've never taken bass lessons. I just goes to show you that... You know, obviously lessons are great, but I mean, if you really want to learn an instrument, just just doing it over and over. I've never yeah. taken drum lessons. I've never taken guitar lessons, so I, uh, I only took I only took trumpet
3: lessons. No. Uh, <laughs> did they teach you how to stick it up your asshole? No, I'm still that's uh, self taught. <laughs> the valve the right, yeah. oil works well for that, though. <laughs> that's right. That's right.
1: So why did you guys choose to become a Blink-182 cover band as opposed to, you know, any other band out there?
3: Well, everyone knows all the hot girls like Blink-182. Everybody (laughs)
1: knows.
3: So that's that's literally the only reason.
1: Well-known fact, yes.
4: Well-known fact. Well, it's the funnest funnest music to play, Um, in all seriousness. um, I think if you look at Blink's discography... Uh, There's probably, you know, the songs, you know, the 30 or so songs that we have in our sets, everybody knows, or most everybody would know, um, as opposed to, you know, other bands that, you know, I've thought about, hey, these people, somebody's a tribute band, I think still, by far... You know, far in the head, uh, Blink 182 is still as, as far as the genre, uh, pop punk, you know, type stuff. Um, Blink just has the most hits, the most recognizable. Even if someone's not a Blink 182 fan per se, um, like Lisa 182,
0: um,
4: <laughs> I, I think uh, that the, just the general public, if they're at if they're at a show or they have an interest in seeing us, they'll know. You know, eighty percent of the songs. Even some of the deeper album cuts, they'll
3: just know because they come on Pandora and stuff. So.
1: Absolutely. I
3: mean, they're, they're probably the only pop-punk band that can still sell out stadiums and amphitheaters. <coughs>
1: yeah. I completely agree, 110%. And you guys are really, I just gotta throw this out there, you guys are really funny. and Oh, good, thank you. Yes, and it's... I <laughs> we just make love each other a
4: lot
3: he did he did, he did take lessons with that comedian lessons we were really we were actually really funny last night like funnier yeah, than yeah we more. were really funny they were They were like guys just shut the goddamn instruments off and just talk to <laughs> <bit."> but... <laughs> <laughs> there was one point where we actually legitimately laughed and what we just said, right? Like, Did we really just say that? Yeah, I can't remember what I said. It, it was, I was, I said uh, I used to take baths with my sister when I was three. And you said uh, I take baths with your sister. So
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> she wasn't there, right, Steve? No, no. That would have been a little <laughs> awkward. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> just, just a tad. She only
3: went to the, my, my family went to our first show, and then that was. Yeah, after, they, back. After, after they heard
1: <laughs> "Fuck
4: a Dog," that was because yeah, yeah. Steve, Steve thought it would be a great idea to do an encore with "Fuck a Dog," <laughs> uh, which, <laughs> which basically the, the rundown. If you're not familiar, Lisa, one eighty two. I'm sure you are, but just for your listeners, Uh was one of, it's one of it's the uh, one of the secret tracks, if you will, from uh, Take a Pants Jacket, um, and it's basically uh, sodomizing uh, a canine.
0: Um,
4: <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and Steve, uh, you know, a pretty crowded, nutty Irishman decides to get up back up on stage by himself and just thought, I want to fuck a dog in the ass. <laughs> yeah, my mom didn't talk to me for three days. <laughs> my
1: mom didn't feed him dinner. Oh, my God. I was going to say, I'm sure that went over really well back at home. <laughs> yeah, it was. it was...
4: Not good. To <laughs> put it bluntly, they actually kept Steve away from the dogs for a couple
1: weeks. Couldn't be trusted after that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! So, is it hard for you guys getting into character? You feel closely related to the personalities of the actual band members because you guys are really funny. So he's funnier looking. Um, yeah, it's true. <laughs> but I, I
4: don't know. I just. It just it's just funny, it, you know. It's—I don't know. Maybe for myself, I don't really have to like act like funny. I'm just—you know—I'm normally like just trying to be funny
3: the whole time. He's being—he's being modest. He drinks seven <laughs> monsters before he gets on stage. <laughs> yeah, well, caffeine—caffeine ca- caffeine doesn't have a
4: lot to do with it. So, like, takes away the filter. Uh, right now, I'm only on one energy drink since uh, this morning, so I might not be as funny and as coherent. But, um, it just, it just, you know, with Blink, you don't really have to hold back. I mean, you know, back in the old days of me playing in my, you know, we were like an alternative, you know, rock band and we couldn't really go up and stay up on stage. And, you know, we were like, we wanted to be like dark and mysterious and all that shit. Um, but now with, you know, with, with this Blink band and stuff, it's just like, yeah, you kind of be, you know, be ourselves and just say whatever comes to mind. Um, and just, you know, throw a couple, uh, sodomizing jokes in there
3: and you're set. Mm-hmm. Yeah. little no naked nudity. Um, yeah. Talk about <laughs> penises and yeah, stay yeah, comes pretty, uh, pretty
4: quick to you.
1: But... I love how you guys bounce off of each other's humor too. It just, it ke- it's a full-on comedy act. <laughs> Yeah, we're going. Totally.
4: On, we're going on tour uh, over the winter with uh, that <laughs> comedy
0: club near you. We're starting a one-on-one oh, yeah. one-on-one <laughs> The, 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 com- the, com-
3: the com- open my comedian, open mic comedian, they already asked us an inquiry, and inquired, so we're. I feel we try to be like Blink used to be because when you went to a Blink show, it wasn't even about the music. It was like, uh, what what stupid shit are they going to say? Yeah, and make fun I, of each other? Yeah, it's all about
1: the stage presence.
4: Especially the live, the live, the live record. Um, I my favorite part of that live record was the uh, was the in between uh, songs and just I mean, almost memorizing, not memorizing, but just kind of having you know knowing those parts and all the additional parts that you know that were on the end of the CD that they, that weren't in the actual album. So right, but we did, we made it a point to not recite yeah, those we, on stage. Our <laughs> only rule of the band, only rule of the band. Is do not ever say a joke or anything that Blink
0: said from that live album, like because it, yeah. it comes out yeah, corny. Because it was corny. Yeah, you
1: want to you want to be like, original. <laughs>
3: bands <have> done that.
1: <laughs> We're not going to
3: name names. <laughs> Every other one of them.
1: I was going to say too. Like, what do you think separates you guys from other Blink One Eight Two Tribute bands? Uh,
4: the, authentic- too, the authenticity. That too, with uh, the authenticity. Very attention to detail. Uh, not only does Steve
3: like anal, but he also is very anal about detail. I'll, I'll, detail. I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what sets us apart. <laughs> the that, anal that, sex. Well, that and the giant fuck sign behind us took me Gi- weeks to make.
1: <laughs> so you made that? You made that yeah, sign?
3: Yeah, I made, yeah I'm a seamstress in my part time, uh, <laughs> like when endeavors. Never- <laughs> it took like weeks. So it took a lot of
4: construction ideas, making things. patterns, and we had a sewing. Tank and one, night. One, tank, one night we had a think tank, literally, with like, the brightest minds we all knew. We brought them all together.
3: And I uh, said, fuck all you, I'm using my own idea.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and he, that, he
3: got out his mom's sewing machine,
0: and he sewed some stuff. Right there on he spot. Got he got some lights from a Halloween store. Uh, we
4: paid $14,000 for a, a truss. It's uh, <laughs> a the, the big thing that stands, and we don't use it anymore now. But we have it. <laughs> so
0: so we'll, be out
4: of debt. we'll be out of debt by the time uh, you know, twenty five year old. Yeah. Um, I, were you at the first nutty show?
1: I was. Yeah.
3: You were, So you saw it when it was motorized. It was motorized. motorized for, yeah, our yeah, sign, it sign came down and, and it revealed the fuck sign, and it was just too much work, so we stopped doing it. <laughs> we had motors, gadgets. There was, uh, we had to get a flux capacitor. With, uh, with, with the thing for Bob, so, <laughs> Steve, did
4: most work. Steve, Steve did most of it, I just oversee it, I'm a, I take a supervisory role here, mm. and I just make sure Steve does his work and his job, <laughs> Steve's in the creative department and the art department, I'm basically upper management CEO, VP, and president. Right now he has a, uh, a raise that's being considered by uh, upper level management uh <laughs> I've, been I've been improving my video making skills
1: only because he scored this interview right
3: yeah this is uh this is one of the, yeah this is uh, that was one of the, the changing points uh, that, true. Yeah. I, try, I try to recognize our fans at the shows and call them out by name
1: there <laughs> you go we do our best so what is your favorite blink 182 album and why uh, not, not neighborhood neighborhoods. Not neighborhoods. <laughs> We we, we we made it a pact
4: to never play any of those songs. Because <laughs> no one cares about uh, I would have to say my favorite is for sure Enema. Um, I, I guess that's typical, but classic Enema's probably my favorite just because it's classic. It'll never get old.
1: Same. And how do you guys feel about California and the whole Matt Skiba, Tom DeLonge situation?
3: My goal is to replace him. <laughs> <laughs>
4: the Crowd one day and they're gonna bring them up. We tried we tried a couple songs from California. Uh, I think the the response was it's just not known enough. Um, so we have tried a couple California songs. Uh, number two, how do I feel about it? I think it's like it's not blink, it's I think it's a good record as like as standalone. Like, I like the songs and everything, it's just not, I don't think it's blink or classic blink that we all know and love. Uh, so. It's two thirds Blink. It's almost like plus forty four, or almost could be considered like one of those side projects. Um, yeah. Like that's I don't know. I, I just right. yeah. I think it's and, on its own, but it's not. It's, I don't really think of it like oh, Blink One Eighty Two. I don't think it's like that. Right. It doesn't
3: feel like Blink anymore because when I, even seeing them live with Matt Skiba, they were good, but there was there was no comedy, there was no fun. It was just they played the songs, and that was kind of it. it
1: yeah, I noticed yeah, that too. It was missing that. Fun factor, yeah. I noticed that too. That there was the stage presence was completely different. So, what direction would you like to see Blink 22 go in for their next album?
4: I would cream my pants if uh, I would, I mean, that would probably be the ultimate if uh, Tom, Mark, and Travis got together for another record,
3: yeah. But it, I feel like they were get with dogs eating dogs, they were starting to get back into the blink groove, it was starting to sound like blink again, but then and then they
1: Right. yeah that that was really depressing because I totally agree with you on that. I think that they had something really good going with dogs eating dogs, and then after that they you know all that stuff happened with Tom, and then he's not in the band anymore, and all that. but before that, they were on the brink of getting back to um you know really working together well as a unit instead of working separately and just throwing songs together
3: right exactly yeah. Maybe one day.
1: Maybe. I mean, let's. We can hope, right?
3: Are we Are we out of a job if that happens? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we got. We'll have We're,
4: We have the. We have the war dance. We can
3: still do that. Oh yeah, true. But we try to. We try to emulate Blink in the Prime, not like, later Blink. Like, there's some many fans out there that they dress like 2009, 2011, Blink, and are like, why? No, no, no one wants that. Like, where Mark wears, like, all black, black t-shirt, black band. Yeah, and Tom's got, like, the, that, like, the, I don't know, the hat, and the, like, yeah. the, the tight jeans, and, like, the, that's not, that, that was never Blink to
1: me. Right, right. And that's important that you guys pointed that out, that different cover bands focus on different eras of Blink, and yours is really the classic style blank that everybody yeah. knows and loves. Well, I
3: try to do two. But one with the orange hat, and then I take off the orange hat. <laughs> that's,
1: <laughs> that's the extent of it. It's just all about the hat. It's
3: pretty much. But last night I wore a gray hat. I usually switch to the orange hat right before I was on, and I forgot. Or funnier. Maybe it was that one. Maybe yeah, that's why.
1: maybe that was the good luck charm.
3: I guess so.
1: So so. So what advice do you guys have for musicians starting out in the music scene, whether it be, you know, instrumental advice or just, like, booking gigs and stuff like that? Quit. Quit right now. (laughs) (laughs) Don't even bother?
3: Don't bother. It's a a lot of fanby lifting, a lot of... Loading equipment. <laughs> if I if I learned anything over the Well, that Steve's advice is shit.
4: I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> it's obviously shit. Um, I fucking love it. I mean, it's it's. But uh, I I don't know. I it's just a lot of work. It's just you just know it's gonna be a lot of work. five um, percent of it is actually playing the music. Uh, the playing the music is the easy part. Yeah, that's the absolute easy part. I'll do it. I'll do it all day long for no money at all. It's it is a lot of a lot of tedious work uh, behind the scenes, you know, on weekdays like trying to get in contact with venues, uh, scheduling rehearsals, which is a nightmare. Making uh-huh. flyers, making flyers, telling Steve to make videos at night. It's a lot of work for me to tell Steve to do a lot of stuff. It's, just, <laughs> it's, a, it's a big part of like what's going on in my brain. So, um, 45% of it is just carrying stuff from Steve's car to the venue and then back to the car and let Steve load it in himself. Uh, uh, it's just a lot of like lifting so 5% of it is the music uh, but it is all worth it though I mean it is uh, you know that last Mulcahy show that we basically almost a thousand people singing that was the amazing, that was amazing. Um, yeah and there's just gonna be bigger stuff to come so it's all worth it uh, it's just you gotta be able you gotta know that you know there's gonna be a lot of work to be put in you know for years not only learning the instrument uh, learning your, your craft but also the business end, if you would call it
3: that
1: and what was your biggest crowd? Was that your biggest crowd, MLK's? I think yeah, so. yeah. It was
3: definitely. It was like eight hundred people. I think they said
1: that was an insane night.
3: Yeah, it was crazy. That was that was our best show, I would think.
4: God, I didn't forget the lyrics at all that night, so it was a success.
3: Yeah, I, did, I don't think I did either.
4: Maybe once. The biggest, the biggest problem with me is like I don't look at people. So if you next time you see a show. I just notice, I'm never gonna look at
3: people in the eye because I get Lisa stressed. noticed. She was very offended. That's why she moved to my side.
1: <laughs> <laughs> clearly, clearly. I,
3: whenever I look at somebody in the eye
4: and they, they make an eye movement at me, I forget the lyrics and I just blank completely. Yes, oh, that I have to look at like the ceiling, or I look at like the tip of the microphone. That was our second Blinkin Park uh, with, uh, with the Lincoln Park tribute band. We did one earlier uh, last year.
1: So, do you guys get to choose the bands that you play with? How does that come about?
4: Uh, we can make recommendations. Um, we uh, well, we got we we were asked uh, by Mulcahy's if uh, who 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 we want to play with. So we you know obviously recommended the Blink the the Lincoln Park tribute band and New Divide. Um,
1: yeah, that was a good idea.
4: Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was a success, in and we were like, "Oh, let's bring this to Mulcahy's in you know Nassau County." Uh, we brought in, the, uh, basically fostered uh, the guys from Bukie, the Green Day tribute band. So they've been kind of, you know, jumping on stage with us, uh, you know, when they can. So whenever there's an open spot, they you're like, yeah, you know, we're going to take. So, yeah, we to an extent, sometimes they have the show set up and uh, we just jump on. Sometimes they give us the night and uh, we can kind of build it ourselves. So, we're yeah, we try to do some interesting things, you know, Green Day, Linkin Park. Uh, Red hot chili peppers here and there. We're gonna try to start playing with uh, you know some original acts too because that's all where we came from. You know, playing in the original bands, trying to you know trying to make it that way. So uh, we want to show them some love. Force.
1: Who's been the your favorite your personal favorite band that you guys have played with so far?
3: Uh, there was a Britney Spears tribute band we played with once. <laughs>
1: pretty
3: awesome.
4: Um, I think I think Dookie. I mean. I think I think the way they the way they model the exact authenticity after us, uh, is like uh, after Green Day. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm saying like yeah, well, like because we're super authentic. Like you know, I do all Mark's parts. I can yeah, and Steve does all Tom's parts, and there's no like it's that's all 100% authentic, like to the note. Um, and they do the same thing um, as far as the look, the sound, the whole the instrumentation, you know, as far as what guitar they use, you know, how they play it, what the amps they're using, you know, so it makes all makes a huge difference.
1: Yeah, there's uh, a lot of dedication that goes behind it.
4: Yeah, like, yeah, it's, it's it, you know, I mean, I think anybody can go on stage and play a song. Yeah, but unless you're using you know similar or the exact guitar that was used I mean, to play the song on the record. So. If you don't have an orange guitar to play
3: Adam's song, what are you even doing up there?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Very true. So do you guys plan on staying in New York or are you going to take the band out on the road?
4: I don't know if it'll ever be on the road per se, but it'll definitely be out of New York. Uh, we have done a show in Connecticut and we have another one coming up this summer uh, in Waterbury, Connecticut. Uh, we definitely want to branch out to the surrounding pizza first to kind of, you know, see how it goes you know, out of our market, which, you know, it should be
3: just as successful. We want to play at least one wedding. We had, we almost had one. But yeah, we want to definitely, we want to do a wedding. So that, I think that'll be cool.
1: That'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool.
4: <laughs> I don't think the grandmothers would like us, though.
1: <laughs> so, ideally, what would be some dream destinations that you guys would want to play?
4: We want to play at the Paramount. <laughs> That's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, before it, last year it was Mulcahy's. The next step is the
1: Paramount. Uh, the Paramount's a really so, nice venue too. Yeah, a
2: lot of great bands have played there. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: We, uh, we'll, uh, we're, we will working on it because uh, you know, not only that the Paramount we should be able to give us uh, the all ages show that we're looking for. Because uh, a lot of our, all of our shows so far have been twenty one over, um, and we continue to get. Uh, inquiries about when we're going to do an all ages show. we're trying to put something together it's just really difficult uh, to find a venue that would work with us uh, and allow you know 13 year olds around Steve and in their venue so <laughs>
1: yeah I don't think that's a good idea <laughs> yeah, once, my, once
3: my record gets cleared
1: I'm, I'm going to have to stamp no, a I hard no, no on that <laughs>
2: <laughs> so are there any songs that you guys haven't played yet that you'd uh, like to play live someday?
3: yes <laughs> I don't know What do you, would you say Difficulty Steve? or um, I'd say difficulty Not on the bass player's part though It's definitely yeah. a drummer He can't handle it
2: So uh, which song <laughs> specifically Would you like to play live, would
3: we, like uh, to we, play live? we would we to play live We would love to play Josie
2: Yes you read my mind man I love that song
3: Everyone yeah. wants it And we disappoint it. them every
4: time It is um, You guys gotta do like, it It's a white whale Right now uh, it, it's funny, um, when that song was recorded, um, you know, back in the day with, um, with what's his name? Uh, um, yeah, Raina. Scott, Raina, Scott. I don't know how, they, I think they basically just made that come about, like, on a computer. Uh,
3: it is a real difficult song. In 1997. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> good point, good point. So
3: it was on an Apple II. Uh, Shut up, Steve. On a floppy disk. It
4: is just, I don't know, maybe just because we're really shitty musicians. Uh, it just never sounds right. And we're, again, super attentive to detail. So it's not 1,000% stage ready. Uh, we're not going to roll it out of the show. Uh, it's probably my fault. Uh, we can probably play it if I was better, to be honest with you. So um, The first step uh, is admitting it. Yeah, first step. I, 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 I've been doing that it. for years. <laughs> I admit it, I am the third, like, we'll, we'll be real here, I'm the third, I'm the third uh, best uh, instrument player the third in the band, <laughs> and The
1: third I'm best out of three, people. okay. I'm
4: the third best, I mean, I mean, it is still bronze, so I mean, you, I can still pass this
3: in the back. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what it is, He's mainly in the band because he looks really good and he gets the money. <laughs> people pay me. He books the shows. <laughs> the reason we haven't been playing Josie is you know, pretty much my fault. Uh, we, we tried the party song a couple of shows ago. Didn't go too well.
0: But oh, yeah, that's, that's a The fair.
1: one
3: that you really don't see, you know, Blink play live a well, lot, probably could, because it's really difficult to pull off live. Don't Leave Me was on our list.
1: Nice, and, um, nice.
3: Any songs you would want to hear that we haven't? Ooh. played? That's a tough one. Uh, Last night, like we got a request for our online songs. Nice. Oh, i
2: nice. my mind again.
1: <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, I would Yeah, I would say either Don't Leave Me or online songs. I yeah, really like are both really of those.
2: really awesome. Hmm.
1: But I if, you, if you were ever to play Josie, I have to be there. Definitely. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> you got to let me know beforehand. I'll, 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 I'll make it out. It. I'll,
0: I'll work it hard.
2: Uh, what's the most difficult song you guys have played live together as a group?
3: Carousel. Probably Carousel. It took us again, a long time to lock it in. Splash, you know, a uh, blast beat with no
4: general rhythm to the song. It's just like let's play as fast as we can. Uh, so to lock it in was real difficult for me, again, because I am the third best in the band. Uh, it was just
3: real tough to kind of lock it in. All I'll, I'll, to, say, I'll uh, say it was all, it was hard for all three of us to lock it in on that one. I, and, I'll
2: admit uh, that one. <laughs> and for you guys individually, what song is the most difficult for you guys to play? Like onto your respective instruments, I mean. Uh,
3: Hardest oh, song to play. I'm just
1: amazing at all of them, so I can't really... <laughs> can't relate. <laughs> I, can't, I, I can't relate.
3: Sometimes I'll mess up like the easy
0: songs.
1: <laughs> do you ever oh, get tired God. of playing the same songs over and over again? Like, we're, uh, To the point where you want to switch up the set list? Or do you have something that's completely structured out where you know that these songs are the ones that people want to hear. These are going to be the ones that are going to stay. In the well, list. to be honest,
3: we only have, what, 30 songs? So we can only swap in, like, five <laughs> at a time. <laughs> we, usually play, we usually play, like, 25. We usually play, like, an hour and a half. Yeah, we want to make sure all the hits are in there. The only ones we would take out are, you know, the, the less popular ones. But but sometimes you're wrong about that, because we think the less popular ones are the old, old ones, and then some people want to hear those, so.
2: No, <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. I mean, if we're dying to listen to josie i can imagine other people
3: yeah because we we have dick lips and untitled on there and sometimes we don't play them
2: so i know you guys get requests to play songs from other bands that aren't blink so uh here's kind of a strange question for you if uh someone requested that you play elevator off of boxcar racer would you since i mean it's got all three blink members on it anyway so that's true
3: that's true we would do it if we knew how to play it. <laughs> <laughs> if it was in advance, I think we could do it. I, yeah. do it. I don't just, know if you were there when I did There Is.
1: No, oh nice. my god, I love that uh, I did song. I
0: that the
3: Mulcahy show before you, that one.
1: I played it. Gotcha,
0: and I if, love and, and that if song. Anything
3: go, if there's any technical difficulties with the drums or the bass, that's, that's my uh, 911 stalling song.
1: There Is and Watch the World. Those are my two favorites from that album. I love uh, those songs
3: we might have to throw some of those into the warp tour
0: band actually
1: yeah so yeah. let's talk about that real quick you just started the warp tour band i know your debut is going to be on june 22nd at mulcahy's um how did that come about and what songs can people expect to hear from that
4: you um well, i guess this is my brainchild. i've been begging or bugging steve about this for a while um just, to do, just because, you know, obviously we always want to play more than Blink, you know, at the shows, but we're never going to do anything that Blink
3: wouldn't do at their show, at our show. Again, the truth cause... is, I can only sing Blink songs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but we basically, you know, we were like,
4: all right, well, let's keep Blink, you know, Blink as Blink, and uh, we'll just do a general uh, tribute band to Pop, Bonk, and Emo, uh, so we can branch out to new Song Glory, Taken Back Sunday, Good Charlotte. Some 41, all the other great bands that come along similar to Blink, you know, in the same similar genre, and then right. kind of expanding a little to emo too. Uh, right. So that was basically an idea that we had, I had like a year ago, kind of just forgotten about. And then uh, we have seen some other kind of similar acts, uh, emo night, which is, uh, from what I understand, just in general like a DJ, you know, with people sometimes singing along. There's also a, a, a band that does emo karaoke. Um, Doing these types of songs, but it would be great, you know, if if it was a tribute band to those, you know, you know, full band doing those songs.
3: So because some 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 cover bands will play a song or here or two from that genre, but it's mostly the '90s stuff and the early 2000s pop and rock, and it's they're not from that scene, so they don't play them the way I would want them to be played.
0: Right like a pop punk band would play it it's more right. like a standard cover band's playing it and you're looking at it as a musician like that's not how a song's supposed to sound <laughs> like it just doesn't have that edge to it so
1: so is so that yeah, the music that you guys grew up on pop punk alternative rock yeah, yeah, yeah basically
4: everything on the Warped tour band <laughs> yeah take it back sunday and um uh, brand new uh obviously blink was what i grew up on uh, newfound glory another huge influence so uh, to yeah. do this this we can go we can go literally from Kagan by Sunday to brand new to blink um, to I mean I think we're thinking about doing some little harder stuff like thrice nothing stream out because we want to try to keep it mainstream like nothing super you know screams but you know we'll do like you know red jump super apparatus, uh, Hawthorne Heights, stuff like that.
1: Are you guys going to take like on-the-spot requests and stuff like that, too? Or are you going to map the set list out and just stick with that?
4: <laughs> if we can, if we can. Uh, again, eventually, just, eventually, we want to be yeah. able to have a catalog where we can be able to take requests. Um, it's, right, it's, right, it's, right now, we're just trying to get enough songs just for June twenty second. <laughs> <laughs> so we have to set this to June twenty second. Um, it's because we're, it's, you know it's to know the song kind of I, you can sing along budding, but to play the song with all the licks, all the changes, all the drum rolls, the sp- yeah, the, the true harmonies. Yeah, that are in the song, the record, you know, the, the triple harmonies that Take Back Sunday does, the, the crazy
0: harmonies that Brand New does, it's all right. like, it's really intricate and we want to do it right. As our drummer would say, I'm anal as fuck about
3: <laughs> the so if he's not hitting the right symbol or the right hit, I say it and then he gets pissed off, but eventually he does it on his own time, same with guitars and vocals, you know.
1: So how often are you guys getting together and practicing and how long do you practice for?
3: Um, well, technically we've only practiced once, so we're kind but of worried. that
0: band?
1: <laughs>
3: yeah, that
4: band, we've been, it's been tough to get together, because it's five members, so not three is hard enough for Blank, uh, but the Warfare band has five members in it. It's basically the same band, plus two guys.
2: Do you guys have any uh, favorite piece of equipment that you guys like to use when you have play left? Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, Steve's the,
3: uh, the equipment master. I, I just buy equipment. I basically, I haven't, I will never make a profit from this band because I just keep buying stuff. <laughs> I bought, I bought, I bought a new microphone that I tried out last night. It was, it sounded great. Uh, <laughs> uh, what's our favorite piece of gear?
4: Um, the Fox Sign, <laughs> probably the Fox <fuck> Sign. <laughs> I want to take the Fox Sign everywhere, and sometimes the venues don't like it or they can't fit it. Uh,
1: yeah, did they give you a hard time I, about it?
4: Uh, Uh, The Nutty nutty didn't like it after the first time.
1: Oh, man.
4: (laughs) Yeah, they didn't like it in their marketing photos. (laughs) Is that what it was? (laughs) I I assume that they didn't want it in their photos.
3: I mean, we, we, we had the place packed that first show and we spelled it correctly then they made us change, spell it incorrectly then our numbers just dropped off after that show for the for andhood so
2: is it hard to since you guys play the classic era of blink is it hard to like recreate their guitar tones and all that for uh, those specific um, albums
3: no I think I've mastered that too actually uh, <laughs> well I bought I have I have all the signature guitars so
2: um, nice
3: that aspect is built into the guitars um uh, and then I've always been in pop punk band so I always tried to have my amp sound the most pop-punk it could, so I never always I don't know, it's just I have a marshal and it, it's, it just naturally gives you me that pop-punk tone
1: And Steve, you have a naturally low voice so how do you get to Tom DeLong levels when <laughs> you're singing? <laughs> Wait, who
3: told you this?
1: <laughs> <laughs> we can't give away all our secrets Are you judging just based on this call? Based on, compared to on stage? Yes I think you're the first person that actually uh,
3: pointed that out. Should I tell them our secret? Tell them the secret, Steve. Tell, we we're, have to, we're done. We're going to be done after this. How many people listen to the show?
1: Ooh, we got some exclusive. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, this is
3: like a, a secret. We actually, have a, we actually have a singer backstage who sings all my parts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you just get swapped out completely.
3: Pretty, pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, no, we have, uh, I have a vocal pedal that, uh, raises my pitch a little bit. Um, so it gives me more of that Tom Whinier rather than, you know, my natural. Because I've tried to, I try to, uh, impersonate it, but I can only do that so much without, because we, when we played our first couple of shows, I heard recordings of it, and I, just, I literally just sounded like a frog.
1: Doesn't it strain and your voice yet, too? To fake it? Yeah.
3: Uh, here or there, yeah. Try to fake it also, and but with the pedal it helps. So
0: yeah, it's it, probably it less stressful little, that way. I hope
3: it sounds a little more like Tom than just me.
2: <laughs> and about having that huge Marshall you talk about, it must definitely help, especially when you uh, you know, play songs from Enema of the State.
3: Yeah, it definitely works. Well, we we try to keep. We pretty much play Enema, take off your pants jacket, and the subtitles, and then we'll throw in some.
1: Yeah, dope, those are those are uh, the core range. core albums.
3: Yeah, before, we played the four-core album, so it's it's basically that sound. I didn't like, I don't like after he switched to the Vox and the Fender amps later on after the reunion and with Angels and Airwaves. He kind of lost that old, the, the really classic Blink sound.
1: Speaking of that, what side projects do you guys like outside of Blink? Angels and Airwaves, Plus 44, Boxcar, Transplants? oh uh-
3: I liked all of them. I wasn't really a fan of Transplant and stuff, so I might think, but I liked all the other side projects. They were all great songs and still catchy and still had that Blink-esque feel, but slightly different. What about you, Lou? Uh, I didn't like any of them.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: I'm just here for the interviews.
0: Uh,
4: I don't know. I don't think... I, don't, I never really caught on to Boxcar... Plus, really, four, never, nah, it, it never like, appeased me. I, mean, I think after Blink, like Blink, New song Glory, Midtown was like my pop punk era, and then I kind of graduated a little bit to kind of the emo sound, but I still like Blink, but I don't think any of the, uh, the side projects kind of like caught my interest, like you know, back in the day, like, he call it Blink. Um, I was like, you know, I, I liked the, the newer email stuff, like um, Silver Scene, Master of Romance, and that's why we do the Walk Tour band because, you know, kind of all that stuff, but um, I never really uh, made the transfer into any of the uh, side projects.
1: Wait a minute, uh, so, loyal. wait a minute, very you're, loyal. you're the Mark Hoppus guy and you don't like Plus 44? <laughs> I mean, I'm calling uh, you ask. out. <laughs> yeah, you're, I'm on the spot right now. Um, do I,
4: I maybe know six songs from Plus Twenty Four. I'll take that it. That would be a stretch. I'll- yeah, that's, <laughs> half, that's half their album, half their first yeah, album. Man. album so. I mean, yeah, man. At least
3: half. I, I, I mean, I was never just—I uh, was never a huge fan of a...
4: I don't know. Maybe it was just because of spite. It was like, oh, fucking, do blank, do more blanking. <laughs> so. But I think,
0: I think for Bo- Boxcar Racer, I think. I think Tom had the best voice on that album. Yes. Out of all
3: the albums, he sounds amazing on that album. It's he stretches perfect.
2: the boundaries of that on that album. I feel.
3: Right? After that was kind of like self-titled. He was good, and then after that, he kind of started degrading.
2: Yeah, I kind of felt like that was his last real classic album in terms of vocals, at least.
3: Yeah, yeah, got into that darkness, which kind of skewed Blink. I think when he got back, but
2: for Blink, are there any big, uh, boxcar racer songs that you think would have made? good Blink-182 songs?
3: Not really, I don't know.
4: They weren't that, really uh, Blink, Yeah, I think they just had like more of a different feel, like the undertone or the feeling of the song, the lyrics, I think, especially. Um, I think Boxcar. I mean, actually, a, maybe, maybe, maybe on the self, maybe this, maybe the self-titled record for Blink. I mean, some of those songs could have made, made it onto that. But I don't know.
1: Question for the Warp Tour band, right? How long have you each been going to Warp Tour? What Warp Tours have you gone to, and what Boca. did you, what do you think about Warp Tour ending and its progression of music throughout the years and it ending this year? <laughs> I went to Warp Tour. I only went
3: twice, actually. In both times, I think I got heat stroke. <laughs> and it was it was it was awful.
0: Oh boy! And it was
3: like I felt like I was in a concentration camp trying to get to the water truck, <laughs> and everyone's pushing you out of the way. And I went into Nassau Coliseum to get water, and I'm on the line, and I just started blacking out. And I'm like,
1: oh no! Oh no! So I like
3: pushed my way to the front. I'm like, I need water. I need water.
1: Yeah, the dehydration struggle is real at Warped Tour.
4: Oh uh, yeah, very. I bad. went. I went a couple times. Uh, I. I I, used to, I loved Warped Tour, you know, this was seven years ago. Maybe, no, maybe like ten years ago uh, when it was at Randall's Island. Uh, I went a couple times to New Jersey. Uh, I actually discovered a lot of my favorite bands at Warped Tour uh, that I like now. Um, I think as the years have, gotten, have gone on and through the past three, three or four years, um, I, I don't know, I, I feel like the music has definitely changed uh, a little bit. Um, as far as like or maybe the quality of, of bands are getting, I think bigger bands, you know, they as much as they want to do it, they just don't. They're just gonna be able to make way more money on um, on their own tours. Uh, but uh, I I, I love going to walk tour. It was fucking hot as shit. So, I think uh, the Warped Tour band will probably always be playing in an air conditioner venue. So, thank God.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Do you have any uh, favorite Warped Tour year that uh, you went to?
4: I want to say it was two thousand four or two thousand three, maybe oh four. I went to the one in uh, Sayreville, New Jersey uh, Speedway, the Speedway track. Uh, It was the first time I saw. I had never seen Thursday or really loved Thursday, uh, and I spent Thursday was playing, and the,
0: it was just a huge mosh pit. And then instead of just like a mosh pit, they were basically taking running starts,
4: and then somebody was like kneeling down with their head down, and they were just jumping off people's backs into the pit. And I was like, "This band is this band is awesome." So, and I, that's kind of how I discovered Thursday in two thousand three, two thousand four. They've been around; they were playing the main stage already, but I just never got into them. After that show, I was completely in love with Thursday, um, but it was, uh, had a lot of good bands. I matched with Romance on it, which I was in love with back in the day. So,
2: <laughs> and That's the best feeling when you uh, you know discover a band for the first time, and especially when it's live.
4: Yeah, and it's, it's crazy. It, it, and it, it wasn't so much because of the music. I mean, it, obviously the music was great, but it was more just the energy of like, the fans and, and the crowd. Um, and you know the song and I, I, I knew maybe, I don't know if Singles over the air was out yet, maybe or not, but, um, I knew like one or two of their songs, but I was wasn't too familiar, but then after their set and they were on, like I said, the main stage, I don't know if they're the main act that year, but, um, um, after that, I just totally, you know, got onto the Thursday, early, oh, the early November played on a small stage that year. Uh, I think it was the Ernie Ball stage, and I remember I remember the bass player hanging from his knees on one of the overhangs playing. It was just incredible. Uh, so that was probably the best watch I've ever been to.
1: So before we let you guys go, do you want to tell everybody the shows, upcoming shows that you're playing, and where they can find you on social media?
3: All the blink things will be at uh, 89 North and Patchogue, June 1st. We're playing with Juki, uh, the Green Day tribute, and Solo Squeeze, the Red Hot Chili Peppers tribute. Um, then July 13th, we're going to be back in Mulcahy's, uh, with Dookie, the Green Day Tribute, so that should be a really fun night. Um, and we're in, we're in Connecticut, July 28th, where we got in August, we're doing Blinken Park, August 24th in Mulcahy's.
1: Very nice. And where can yes. people find you on social media?
3: Um, uh, Facebook.com slash all the blank things. Instagram is all underscore the underscore blank. Underscore, <laughs> 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 Or just go to www.alltheblinkthings.com and you can get to all those things from there. That's probably the easiest way. Awesome. Um, and, and then the Warped Tour Band, we're going to be playing June 22nd, Mulcahy's. And then we'll, we have another couple of dates, Mulcahy's, that we'll release shortly.
1: Okay, great. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for coming on today. Yeah, seriously. What a awesome right. interview. Uh,
3: thanks. thanks, Lisa. Leonard. appreciate it.
1: All
2: thanks, right. Guys. Bye. See you.
1: Alright guys, that was blink to Tribute Band, all the Blink things, with Lou Perigine as Mark Hoppus, Steve Cuomo as Tom DeLonge, and Nick Rice as Travis Barker. Sadly, Nick couldn't make it on the podcast, but gotta give him a shout out as well. If any of you out there are part of the tri-state area slash Long Island, they have a couple of upcoming gigs. They have a gig on June 1st with tribute bands Green Day and the Red Hot Chili Peppers, and that's going to be at 89 North. They have another gig July 13th with Green Day tribute band. That's going to be 90s night at Mulcahy's. They're even going to Connecticut July 28th with the Green Day tribute band as well at Shamrock's Pub and to round the summer out. August 24th, they have a gig Blinkin' Park tribute show with a Linkin' Park cover band as well. And that's going to be Mulcahy's On 90s Night. So go check all the Blink Things out and go uh, go to one of their shows. For more information and to grab tickets, you can go to www.alltheblinkthings.com and follow them on social media, facebook.com slash alltheblinkthings and Instagram all underscore the underscore blink underscore things. So we wanna know what you guys thought of today's episode. You can reach out to us on social media. We are on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and Facebook at Music Matters Media.